Welcome to the Big Sis Pod, a product of Big Sis Australia, with your host, Karen Mason. The Big Sis Pod is all about empowering females to be the best that they can be in their relationships, their careers, and within oneself. And on this podcast, I'd really love to introduce you to one of my own personal spiritual healers who does some amazing work around self-worth, relationships, and specializes in twin flame awareness. So joining us over the phone is Mary McHale from Twin Flame Enterprises. Hello. Hi, Karen. Hi, darling. Now, for anyone that doesn't really understand what I just said, what do you do? So, Karen, essentially I work with the mystical marriage, the sacred marriage, which is really about conscious love and conscious relationships that's rooted in phases of initiation and intimate connection. Well, that still sounds very complex to me, but we're going to get into this so that it makes a bit more sense to everyone. Now, before we get chatting about the different soul level relationships that are available to all of us, let's start off with the importance of loving oneself first. So basically, we're not going to try and attract the one, like whether it's a soulmate or your twin flame, if you haven't actually done the hard work on yourself. Would you agree with that? Yes. I do agree, and it's a little bit more intricate than just self-love. So essentially, the work that we do is based around the human heart, and the human heart is the most untapped pleasure zone, which when activated can awaken a radical expansion into love, self-discovery, spiritual growth, and ultimate sacred union. So the whole thing, I guess, is about understanding how to grow and continually expand and change. And when people talk about sacred union as a romanticized merge or forever after with another person, when the deepest truth, actually the deepest spiritual truth inside this ancient template is to find the one from within. So it's all about journeying deeply and recognizing the actual lover from within. So let's talk about the different types of soul-changing relationships. So you can correct me if I'm wrong. So what I've been led to believe is that there's soulmates, woundmates and slash karmic mates and your twin flame. Is that correct? Yes. There's many, many different types of relationship designs and relationship frameworks. But if we're talking specifically soulmates, karmic mates, woundmates and twin flames, Yeah, that is correct. And then there's many, many more. There's monogamy, there's polyamory, there's lots of explorations around relationships. But I'm happy to talk to you about, in my experience, the differences. Mm, Perfect. Well, so for example, I'll give an example of my own life. I found that I had wound mates after wound mates. I had about three in a row, so they were pretty horrific relationships, but I knew that I had to grow from them. So let's talk about the wound mates and the karmic mates first. Okay, I'm just going to take a little step back. So on a very grounded level, we actually experience the energy or the emotional capacity to love or be loved inside the container with another person. So therefore, what we do is we call into our lives relationships that mirror our internal love affair or state of union, for example. So in many cases, what we do is we attract wound mates or karmic mates who reveal to us like healed or unhealed aspects of self. So, so many perceptions come up, so many projections come up and there's no right or wrong, but this is the importance of actually learning how to commit to oneself first. So... 
self-love, we spoke about falling in love with your body, falling in love with your aspects of your soul, kind of before you can even unify with somebody else. Now, if that is incomplete, the trap here is we often fall into extreme patterns of codependency, attachment, addiction, not feeling good enough, not feeling loved enough, there's trust issues, there's suppressed shadow, there's karmic stuff. Deeply rooted in our psyche is the need to suffer or the need to feel pain. And so what we do is most people are actually simply searching to fill a void. And it's that void that continues to want to be filled up that attracts these wound mates that mirror to us what we need to grow. Yeah, well, with the mirror work, I mean, a lot of us have probably heard of that term now. So can you talk about maybe a little bit of the mirror work? So generally speaking, like like I said, if we have unhealed aspects within our own emotions or soul or physical body, it's almost like a it's like a magnet, you know, like negative and positive will attract each other. We will call in somebody that resonates or that vibrates or that is there to press that issue that isn't resolved. So for example, if I attract somebody who is wounded and I inside of my own being have actually healed that wound him or her and I will not resonate or it will be a very quick relationship because one person will say no this isn't working and it will end very fast however if I haven't healed that wound within myself mirror the other person the resonance we will continue playing out the lesson or the growth we will continue playing out the dynamic until one of us actually grows and says you know, creates a boundary or allows the other person to have a little bit more faith or a little bit more space inside their container. So we're just going to continuously repeat the same patterns until we learn to, like until we have enough self-love and self-honor not to attract these types of people in our lives on an intimate, physical, sexual level. Mm, I totally agree with that. And that was, as I was mentioning before, my experience with sort of three partners in a row. They were all very different, but, you know, whether they were the one teaching me the lesson and then it, it was a quick breakup or whether I was the one that was to help them with their lessons. So it was really fascinating. I totally agree because now after those three very full-on relationships, I had quite a bit of a break from relationships and just worked on myself and now I've been able to draw in a, an amazing man into my life. So that totally makes sense to me. Yeah, that's and look, you know, it's, I'm really happy for you, by the way, because a lot of people tend to take time out and do all this work on themselves to then attract a person and, you know, it's really interesting. Like the work has to be done genuinely, deeply, authentically in order for you to, you know, really kind of feel like you're worthy enough, you are the lover and you are deserving of, you know, a relationship that is equal and sustainable. So, yeah, good for you. Thank you. And you were part of that journey because I know that we did a couple of healings around that. So thank you. So let's go on to that term soulmates because it's quite commonly used. So it's almost thrown around willy-nilly nowadays. So let's talk about soulmates next. Okay. We get very infatuated and caught up in an idea or spiritual concept or a person or people in some cases. So all of our attention diverts to that infatuation or gets consumed in that new paradigm, whether it's soulmates, whether it's twin flame. So we get caught up in the actual process of deepening and the phases of 
you know, this connection instead of looking at the unified experience. So the whole concept of, of soulmates, if you even look at the word soul, it is a deep, eternal mirror into the timelessness of your cellular imprint that is carried in the vessel of the body. So even to say the word soul so that people can understand it mainstream, it's actually like an infinite source that resides within the body. And it's the soulmate dynamic is really about accessing deeper states of awareness. So it might sound very archetypal, very metaphysical, very mystical, and yet it's a space of magic. So soulmates are people who come into your life to basically help you grow, but they're helping you grow and evolve, get to know yourself, get to know your personality, get to know your identity, get to know deeper parts of your soul, get, you know, so they're really here to help us evolve, but they're not necessarily here to trigger wound after wound after wound after wound after wound. So it's not as toxic as, for example, a wound mate. Soulmates are someone that you can feel really drawn to, very captivated with. Often you feel like you've had, you've known them before, you know, or it's just really comfortable. Some soulmates actually live just in a very happy, comfortable life without necessarily delving into the depth of the container of beloved. I know that sounds, again, very mystical, but it's, it's really just you know, some, a familiar being that is resonating with your soul, someone that you feel comfortable with. And that's the thing because soulmates could actually be a friend, couldn't it? Soulmates can be a friend, it can be dog, it can be your mother, it can be your father. It's basically someone who you shared, I want to say lifetimes if you believe in reincarnation, even someone who has a very similar auric field to you, someone who has got a, a similar spiritual understanding to you. Or even like someone that you really get along with on a personal level. So it's, yes, it can be anyone. And, you know, if you are into spirituality, my belief is we have hundreds and thousands of soulmates. We come from the one soul family. So it's a really beautiful journey. It certainly is. And you're one of my soulmates. I know that for sure. (laughs) You're one of my soulmates too. And like soulmates come in so many different flavors and they are all here to kind of just assist us, I guess, on the life journey, which can be so, you know, we can get distracted. So with the business of life and money and mechanics and society and expectations, etc. So it's like, yeah, it's really nice to be surrounded with people that you can just feel at home with and safe with. Oh, that's gorgeous. I really like that explanation. Now, I know you personally and I know you and your partner are some really powerful leaders when we're talking about that new term twin flame. So let's discuss that. What is a twin flame? So I'm going to talk to you about what my understanding and my transmission and my life's labor is in regards to twin flame. It might also be called divine partnerships or the sacred marriage or sacred union, so we're not caught up in just the word. Mm -hmm. But the twin flame for me is two holes, not two halves, which basically means two sovereign individuals that come as a meeting space that reflects the meeting space of the inner beloved. So it's an infinite relationship. There's no beginning, there's no end. In fact, the focus actually isn't on the relationship. The focus of these two beings coming together, whether they're going to come together in the connection like of mainstream, like in the body, 
or they're working on a high realm, it begins with the connectiveness of spirit first within you and your ability to penetrate yourself first with that depth, with that richness so that you can have access to the ability to penetrate another human being. So basically it is a relationship that is rooted and anchored deeply in spirit and it also activates the soul alchemy where we can exist, coexist, create, co-create together on many levels, on a sexual level, on a spiritual level, energetic level, on a very 3D level. So what is our purpose? What is our mission? How are we going to be of service to humanity? So these two people, let's say my partner and I getting together, I've been with him for 14 years and everyone says, you're so lucky, so blessed to be with Jay. However, our focus not isn't really on the relationship. Our focus is on how we as individuals are growing and evolving past the relationship status, how we're supporting each other, loving each other, loving ourselves, how we are honest with who we are as individuals and then how we are then, then supporting the other person to become the best version that they need to be in absolute authenticity. And then past that, it is how do we serve the world, really? How do we create new ways of being? How do we create new ways, you know, into the medical system or into the schooling system or into the health, into the food system? So there's really a, a big focus on contribution to humanity and really shifting the heart of humanity. So this is a divine partnership. It's not a romanticized, infatuated, obsessed, container where we're constantly chasing the need to be with the other person and we're missing the point. Mm. So it's kind of like a lot of people on the twin flame journey right at the very beginning when they think they are, it's kind of like chasing an orgasm. It's a very short, blissful interaction that continues to chase itself. Like instead of a cosmic state, an integrated state that is sustainable. So twin flame love is a very sustainable love. It's not a template that's committed to a project or a relationship or an outcome. It is truly of a devotional nature and centered in the container of spirit first. So spirit moves then into, once received, spirit then moves into all the other areas of, you know, like ancestral healing, emotional healing, like everything within the body of the two people and then within the life. It's really not about filling the void here or rushing into a relationship so quickly, so fast. Mm. Now, you do run some amazing workshops around the Twin Flames. What would we expect if we were to go to one of the workshops? Yeah, sure. So basically, we teach you about the ancient art of relating, um, what spirit is, what soul is, that we go into detail about soulmates, woundmates, karmic mates, universal partners. Um, we, we also help you awaken your own heart and your own emotions and really remember who you are as a lover and awaken to the possibility, the infinite possibility that you can create whatever it is you want. You don't need to rely on anyone. So once that's activated, we can then teach you intimacy, how to openly communicate with your partner. There's many, many things. We talked to you about sacred sexuality, the art of breathing, how to channel and move Kundalini life force energy within the body, sacred positioning. There's just so much. And it continues to grow. Our workshop immersions have grown so much 
anyone that's attended a couple of years ago, they've grown so much since. Oh, that's fantastic. So where would we find that info? Have you got a website we could look that up? So www.twinflame.com.au and then we have another company which is www.onelovehumanity.com. Okay, fantastic. Now, before we go, we've got an exciting prize giveaway. So thank you so much, Mary, for your generosity. What is up for grabs? So we are offering a two and a half to three hour heart opening shamanic journey. So it's a face-to-face journey in Melbourne and also the Gold Coast, Byron Bay, Brisbane. So if you can tell us in 20 words or less what your love is or what your divine partnership looks like, you can win that. Fantastic. Yes. So we're going to pop that up on the Big Sis Australia Facebook and Instagram accounts. So just head to the social media pages for all the details. And we'll be running that for about a month after this episode airs. So just have a look at that. And thank you so much for your time, Mary. We could talk for hours about that. And I think we are due for a catch up. So we will do that soon. But you are fabulous. And thank you again. We'll chat soon. Thank you so much, Karen. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you are loving what you're hearing, please give our podcast a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. That way it's going to entice more listeners to click on it and give it a try. I'll catch you next time.